I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is the Tips for Travellers podcast. Tips for Travellers is the global travel destination podcast focused on tips, advice, and inspiration for time-pressed travellers. Travellers for whom time is precious, and so they want to and need to get the most out of every trip. Visit www.tipsfortravellers.com to sign up for the newsletter, follow me on Twitter, and join the Facebook page. Hi, and welcome to this, the 73rd Tips for Travellers audio podcast. And today we're going to be featuring on the very beautiful Norway city of Bergen. And that's kind of linked back to a couple of podcasts ago where I gave you the top tips for cruising the Norwegian fjords. And what I promised I would do is dive into some of the specific cities and towns within Norway that uh, are worth doing and things that you can do if you have limited time. Because, of course, if you're going there on a cruise, which you're more likely to be doing, you will have limited time. And, of course, this whole podcast focuses on tips for time-pressed travelers. So this is this is perfect. Before I get stuck into Bergen and telling you about Bergen, a couple of reminders. Don't forget that there's also the Tips for Travelers audio podcast, which you can find on iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher. On the video podcast, um, I normally try and post videos linked to the audio podcast, so I will make sure that uh, this uh, edition or the next edition of the uh, video podcast will actually be a video of Bergen. So you can download that there. And I also have a podcast of interest, hopefully, to those of you who like cruising and especially those of you who like Cunard, the All About Cunard podcast. And pleased to say that podcast uh, is proving very popular so far on iTunes, new and notable. And I'd love it if you uh, perhaps subscribed and gave that a whirl too. And look at some of the stats, it seems some of you have. So thanks for that. Anyway, let us get stuck into talking about the very beautiful city of Bergen. Now, Bergen is a very, very, very popular stop if you are going cruising to the fjords. In fact, something like 250 cruise ships visit Bergen every year, which is a staggering amount, particularly when you consider the real cruising season for Norway is very concentrated, really from about June to September. Obviously, it's, it expands a little bit, may start a little bit earlier than that, but it's a very concentrated period of time. Uh, there are, I think, some limited cruising out of season, but it's a very, very intensive time. So it's highly likely that you'll be visiting Bergen. So hopefully this podcast will be of great help, or if you uh, don't plan to go soon, uh, hopefully this will give you some inspiration as you think about this city. I mean, the great thing about Bergen is like many ports within in Europe, like Rotterdam, for example, is you berth right in the city. You literally kind of sail right into the city and you're docked right in the heart of the city. And also it's not a busy, heavy working port. So it's actually also a very pretty port. But you're right there in the beautiful city. This beautiful city runs all along the base of seven mountains. And it's very spread out. But you're right there in the heart. So if you want to, you can walk into town or you can get a bus into town. But it, it's it's not... It's right there. The action's right there. Bergen has a reputation for getting a lot of rain. And in fact, the captain made a joke about Bergen not being Bergen without the rain. Our guide kept talking about how the weather's very changeable. We had arrived. It was very thick fog. It was very atmospheric. And by lunchtime, it was beautiful, bright sunshine, completely blue skies. And it's a very changeable city, but it's very likely that you're going to be getting rain. So one of the tips, I guess, is make sure that you either have an umbrella or something in the stateroom. However, 
don't let that put you off because it's very changeable. So you'll have rain and, and it will clear up. A couple of interesting tips, facts, figures about Bergen. Bergen sort of positions itself as gateway to the fjords. What I discovered about Norway is all the towns seem to have these little slogans about themselves. So Bergen, gateway to the fjords, and the whole coastline of Western Norway and the fjords kind of spreads out from Bergen, which is why it's a very popular stop either on the way to the fjords or back from the fjords. Um, Bergen used to be the capital. Oslo is now the capital. It's the second largest city. But Norway overall population is not very great. So when I say the second biggest city, it's only got about 250,000 inhabitants. And a big slug of those are students. Something like 30,000 of the inhabitants are students. There's a lot of very reputable, well-known universities there. And there's kind of immigrants as well kind of moving into Norway. What was interesting when people were telling us the history of Norway is basically it seems to be fire after fire after fire. And it, and it's almost kind of, I mean, it's obviously not funny because it's quite tragic, but the guides and when you read anything about Norway, they talk about these kind of great fires which wipe out the town and gets rebuilt, wipes out the town. That's wooden buildings. And there is around the, 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 the sort of the harbour where you can walk to or dock to. There's, there's, I'll talk about it in more detail a bit later, but there's all these beautiful wooden buildings there. And some of them are very beautiful and immaculate. That's because they've been rebuilt. Uh, and some of them are much more rickety and, well, rickety is probably a bit unfair, are sort of all crooked and, and askew. And those are the kind of the original ones which weren't destroyed. But basically you hear about fire after fire. So one of the things that Bergen now has is very strict fire regulations. And they're very, very careful to try and hopefully make sure that they don't have those beautiful wooden buildings uh, destroyed. Bergen is very much about the sea. It was a very big port, uh, trading port, and you know many people from Europe would use it. So the, the Germans, for example, for a long time were based there, and it, it was a real big powerhouse. It, you know, it's it's there's a big fish market there, but it's very linked. It's very linked to, to the sea. The other thing, as I mentioned, it's, it, there's all these mountains, and so Bergen, when you look at it, particularly from your ship, will be very spread out, and it's kind of all these houses clinging between the sort of the coast and the base of the mountains and that's basically because the actual area for building on is quite limited because you have these these mountains like all of norway bergen is very expensive uh, norway is very very expensive so you know uh, a liter of milk can cost 200 kroners which is about two uk pounds about three us dollars and everything is just crazily expensive so when you go there, expect that if you go out eating or you go whatever, even if you buy a Diet Coke or something, it's expensive. Wages are, though, very high. So the, the way the guy explains to us, although they don't have a legal minim, minimum wage, it's about double what it is in the UK. So, you know, people earn a lot, but it's also very expensive. Now, because so many cruise ships visit the city, uh, cruise passengers are very well catered for. There's, there's docks dotted all around the bay. And I think it's something like about seven cruise ships can be there in one time. When we were there, I think there was five of them. And arriving by ship is very beautiful because you go kind of between these sort of fjords, this beautiful sea, and then you arrive at this very beautiful uh, town. So what are my tips if you're in Bergen? As I said, you're probably going to be there uh, as a cruise liner, uh, coming on a cruise line. You're going to have very limited time. So what should you be doing? Now, of course, what most of us do is we just book the official cruise line tours. 
and you'll find there's many of those. Most of them are walking tours. So you can go on walking tours around the town or a bus drive which takes you around the city, the surrounding area, shows you everything. Or you get a bus tour which takes in, takes does that and then takes you to the Ulrika mountain, which is the tallest mountain in Bergen, and it's a cable car you can go up. Or it'll incorporate the Floyen mountain, which I think is the second biggest mountain, and they have one of those vernicular trains that go up that mountain. Uh, and that's a little bit closer into town, so you can actually kind of walk almost to it because it's not that far away from where the ships dock. But that's basically what the tour is going to be. I would actually say, seriously, seriously think about doing it yourself both for cost reasons but also it gives you much more flexibility and we did actually go on on a on a, on a tour uh, but actually having looked at it again i wouldn't have done that if i'd known what i'd known today you know the ship docks right in the city center and right where the ship's dock there's a hop on hop off bus it's right near the ship they're very inexpensive way to get around. It goes through all of the key places in the city, has very regular stops, particularly when ships are in, very, sorry, very regular stops, not only very regular stops, but also has very regular uh, timetables. And, you know, it's very easy. And there's actually a couple of different combinations of those. But uh, the one I would strongly suggest you just check on the route that includes the Eureka Mountain. Eureka Mountain is a little bit further out of the center, but it, it's not that far away. But it's I would strongly recommend that you include that because I'm going to recommend that that's, that's the cable car ride that you do rather than the vernicular. One of the first stops on the Hop On Hop Off bus tour is likely to be an area called Breigen and the fish market. Now you could actually walk from the ship to the fish market area based on where you're, you're docked and it's, it's around the bay and it really buzzes. There's restaurants, there's bars, there's an open-air market. It's a real hive of activity, even on the weekend. It's also where the tourist office is based. It's, it's, it's a funky new building called the Fresco Hall. And underneath there's restaurants and things. You can get a free guide from the office. But actually what you'll find is normally when you get off the ship, like so many places, they'll give you a free guide and map to Bergen. But if you haven't got that, you can pop into the, uh, the tourist center there. Now... Around this fish market and close by is, is this area called Breigen, B-R-Y-G-G-E-N. And this is where the old houses that I mentioned are. They're very brightly painted. Some of them are leaning very heavily. Uh, and I mentioned the, the ones that are doing that are the old ones. The other ones were built around the sort of in the 1950s or so. I mentioned the German tourists, uh, the German tourists, <laughs> I mean, the German merchants. Uh, and you've actually got a museum there called the Hanseatic Museum, which kind of explores that whole area when the German merchants who dominated that port uh, were were on what they did and everything. Now, I didn't visit the Hanseatic Museum, but it's right there. And some people who went uh, that I spoke to uh, had a really good time there. So that's something to think about. Now, the thing I would really strongly recommend, though, is definitely spend some time there. It's really fun. But I would do it on the way back from the Ulrika Mountain cable car. Now, I'd recommend this over the vernicular. Uh, although the vernicular is a little bit closer to the fish market, it goes up Mount Floyen. But Ulrika is the highest mountain. It has much more incredible views. And as I said, you can get there on a hop and off bus tour. There are some tours actually, bus which go there much quicker. The actual cable car costs around 145 Norwegian kroner. That's about 20 US dollars, about 15 pounds return. You can, of course, climb up and down it. But the cable car is really easier. You need to be very fit and probably have quite a bit of time to do that. So you probably uh, won't be able to do that. It's a one kilometer ride. It takes around about seven minutes or so. It's, it's, a, it's a relatively small cabin. It takes about 15 people. 
It's a very steep ride up. You get amazing, amazing views across the town and you should be able to see your ship uh, docked. The time we went up, actually, the, the, it was quite uh, great because we went up and then went through into the clouds and, and up to the top. But, it, you know, it does normally clear quite quickly. At the very top, there's a small cafe and restaurant. They weren't particularly helpful and they're not particularly extensive, but there is one up, up there, but you may maybe want to take your own stuff up there, but there is one. There's a little shop there. It sells some slightly unusual souvenirs, you know, drinks, that sort of thing. Now, what happens is you'll also see a lot of locals go up there because on top of this mountain are there, there are walks and there are trails. And, and clearly it's very popular with the people of Bergen to, to climb up there or go up there on the cable car, go running, go walking and camping, etc. It's clearly very, very popular with the locals. It's very beautiful up there. It's, it's really, really absolutely stunning up there. And if you want to know what it looks like, you can actually go to the blog at www.tipsoftravelers.com, search for, for Bergen or, or the fjords, and you'll find a link to all my photographs that I took. And of course, you could download the video podcast and look at some of the, uh, the video footage. So that's something to do. Now, even if it's cloudy, I would still encourage you to go up there because the clouds do clear. As I mentioned there, the weather is very changeable. It does clear quite quickly. So that's something to do. If that doesn't appeal to you, you hate heights, you don't like sightseeing, which is probably unlikely if you're going to Norway. Uh, but the other thing, there's a couple of other things to do. You can hang around that Brygen fish market with lots of fun. Or, and particularly if you've got kids with you, go to the aquarium, which again will be on the hop-on, hop-off bus tour. The aquarium is really interesting. Bergen is, is the base for the study of marine life in the North Sea and the Arctic. And they really focus on this. So it focuses on the speciality, the North Sea and the Arctic. It pumps millions of liters of water through it every day from the fjords into the tanks, uh, you know, so that the, uh, the, the marine life has kind of the freshest water. It's based in a park called the Nordes Park, Nordes Park. When you actually dock, you'll see the Nordes Park across the bay. But to get there, you'll need to take this uh, hop-on-off bus, or you can get a taxi there, although taxis are very expensive and not that easy to find in, in Bergen and Norway in generally. So the hop-on-off bus is probably the, the cheapest and quickest way to get there. It, you could walk there uh, from the from from the fish market. Uh, it's quite a long walk, but it's walkable. But the hop-on-off bus is the best thing to do. The aquarium, and the kids will love the aquarium, really interesting. In terms of shopping, Shops are closed completely on a Sunday. So if you're there on a Sunday, you'll find the city to be very quiet, incredibly quiet, actually. Uh, and the people who live in Bergen seem to basically go away or go up the mountain. And, and so, but there will be a lot of ships in town. So that whole Brygen area, the fish market will be very buzzy. The shops in the Brygen uh, area will be open, but they're mostly kind of um, tourist sort of shops. And even the big malls and things are closed. It's, they're very strict about it in terms of closing. But as I said, Norway is pretty expensive. And so you may not want to do a lot of shopping there anyway. And you'll find the various sort of souvenirs and things. You'll find all your stops. The souvenirs are very generic, if you like, uh, to Norway. Don't forget, though, and this was in my kind of main tips, is Norway is not part of the European Union. It has its own currency, which is the Norwegian krona. If you visit the markets, you, you'll need to have local currency because they don't take cards. So you will need to have some currency. You could draw them from cash machines, uh, which are right there on hand. We saw quite a few people doing that. You probably get, should get a better rate drawing from the cash machines than you will on the ship. In fact, not 
probably you definitely will get a better rate. So either take some Chrono with you or if you want to buy something, take some out of, of the cash machine. Don't forget that if you do go wild and spend a lot of money, uh, either in the shops if they're open or at the market, make sure you get proper receipts because it's not in the EU. If you're an EU uh, member state person, you can claim ca claim back sales tax. Uh, and of course, if you're from the US or, or Asia or wherever, you can claim back sales tax. So, so think about that. And it may be a good idea, particularly when things in Norway are quite expensive. The great thing, as I said, about Bergen is not only is it very beautiful, but you're right there. You can adopt right there. It's very easy to get into sort of the heart of the city. And if you do want to go up the vernacular or you do want to go up the cable car, it's pretty easy to get there. It's, I mean, there's 250 ships coming in. They're extremely well geared to cruise visitors or, or day trippers. And they understand kind of your needs. People were very friendly. And it's, it's a very, very beautiful sail in. It's a very beautiful sail out. So if Bergen is on your itinerary or you wrestling with some itineraries and you know Bergen is on it then I would definitely think uh, of all the major cities it's definitely one worth going to. So hopefully that's helped an overview of Bergen in Norway very beautiful very pretty uh, a great attraction there in terms of the cable car or the vernacular fish markets really buzzy. Don't forget if you have any tips or thoughts about Bergen that you'd like uh, to also make, you can visit the blog at www.tipsfortravelers.com or and there you'll find an email. You can email them to me or you can search for the Bergen posting and add them. And until next time, when we will continue doing a deep dive into some of the beautiful places in the Norwegian fjords, here's to happy traveling. You've been listening to Tips for Travelers, the global travel destination podcast. A new destination with first-hand based advice, recommendations and tips is added each month. If you subscribe to the podcast, thanks for your support. If you don't, you may want to consider subscribing by searching Tips for Travellers or Gary Beveridge on iTunes or your favourite podcast directory. You can then subscribe to the Tips for Travellers Global Travel Destination audio podcast or the video podcast with hotel rooms and attractions. To find out more, visit tipsfortravellers.com the travellers spelled the UK way with two L's or email me at gary at mytravelreviews.co.uk.